Don't skip this one as a music podcast where two best friends play songs to talk about them. It's also a comedy podcast where the hosts make dumb jokes and make fun of each other. Um, how did you get into this That's, recording? Don't worry about how I got into the booth. Point is, I'm here, and I'm going to finish this off. Sometimes there's strong language in this podcast, so be aware. Okay, stop reading my script. Um, uh, I want to say the next thing. Now, on, on to, to the, the show. show. What's up, fellow music nerds? It's your host, Zach Fisher, and with me, as always, is Brady Levitt. Woo! I didn't have Hamhorn ready. I'm sorry, yeah, everyone. I, can't. That I, is I part was... of me asking if you're ready. I, I know. I, I, I know. <laughs> that was really, uh, I, that was even that was even turned down on my phone. Let's do it again. Oh, man, I am so sorry, everyone. I. I messed things up. <laughs> uh, welcome to the episode called "When We Were There Music Fest." Um, the an episode all about songs we loved when we saw them live, or one of this, uh, one of, or one of us saw them live. Yeah. Um. Uh, the, one of I know. I'm trying to. I know two of these songs. We saw together. Um, yeah, three, but two for sure. I think. Did you three. see? Do you see track seven with me? Yes. Okay, the three of these songs. Um, but yeah, so we thought, you know, we came up with a, a lot, a lot of clever uh, puns for the title of this as well. We went yeah. through and, and you know, because that's my favorite part of the episode is coming up with a title. And, you know, we had uh, Lollapazuma, um, Zoomchella. Yeah, yeah Zoomchella. Uh, uh, Vans. Um, what was it? Vans Zoom Tour. You know, we, we had, tried to. We had, we had a lot, you know, based off the fact that we, we do this over Zoom. And uh, we, we were trying a, to get. I know. I remember it was Zoom Fest down in fire or something like that. But oh, it was, it was like Vans Pod Festival. Tour. Is and what it was. pod tour as well. Um, but as we were coming up with it, I was showing my wife all of the funny ones that we were coming up with because I think we're hilarious. And she was like, uh, then she came up with the when we were there music fest, you know, just yeah. like the, the new music festival that Zach and I almost went to, uh, when we were young, um, the one in okay. Vegas, we got free tickets the day before. Or, yeah. The day before the, the first con the first like day of the, yeah, the festival wild yeah. got got tickets the day before because we were already going to be in vegas to go see uh my yeah. favorite band the higher i don't know if you guys have heard me talk about them or fangirl about them but your best friend my seth. best friend seth uh yeah. anyway uh, we were best going to seth. their concert the night before and my uncle had got us tickets we got all that we stayed the night at his house we went down we got like parked the car and got ready to walk over to the, the site. And then my dad texted yeah. cause my dad's a fireman and was like, Hey, uh, I just got an email from the city or from yeah, from the County. Uh, I think the concert's canceled. You should probably check. It's like, it's not canceled. Yeah. And then he, then I looked at Instagram and they canceled it because of high winds, which high sucks winds. for everyone who paid for it. But like it, it they were very yeah. dangerous winds. Like I've seen, I've I've taken a few uh, classes um, about live entertainment and just 
uh, venue management because yeah. um, that was like my whole thing in college was um, experience industry management. So like learning about how to run venues and whether that's like tourist venues or music venues or whatever. And like they brag about, had, your, brag about your major. Why don't you? Yeah. You know, uh, anyway, right, we can uh, talk about my, my major has a lot to do with wind too. You have to calculate wind loads on yeah. structures. Yeah, exactly. So. But, but point is we had to take a risk management class about, um, like about managing venues and, yeah, yeah. uh, we saw some like crazy stuff about like, there was some, you know, stuff in the past where high winds caused a huge stage to collapse and it killed a bunch of people. And I think probably a smart idea to cancel. I know it sucked for all of you who had tickets and couldn't go, but like, you know, what's better? Uh, what's worse? Like losing money on a, on a flight out to Vegas or uh, death. You know. And on that note, um, well, let's talk about some songs we enjoyed live. Um, I just, I thought I'd bring us down a little bit. We've the last yeah. couple episodes. Of, oh yes, the very first episode was a little sad. Yeah, let's say let's let's, <laughs> let's bring them down. I guess I, I get where you're going. I mean, we got to bring them all the way down so that they're they're like low. Their expectations are like, oh, this is another sad episode. So that we can bring them back up. But, but you know, I, yeah. I see I see the genius. I see the genius now. Yeah. Hey, speaking of death, do you know what the number one cause of death in America is? And that was Nicotine by Panic at the Disco. I would like to apologize. I I didn't do my due diligence. I don't think smoking anymore is the leading cause of death in this country. But like, <laughs> you know, smoking, it's not good for you. Like, I kids think don't. I, I don't remember exactly, but I do think you said one of the leading, not, not the leading. But Okay, yeah. if I said one of the leading, that's great. I, then we're good. We're not going to fact check ourselves. Like, no, we don't no. fact check the stuff that we talk about. So we're not going to go back and fact check what we might or what, might not have said. We, yeah, what we actually said. But point Find is, out. is that, you know, smoking, smoke is not cool, kids. Yeah, don't smoke, kids. Um, okay, sorry, don't smoke. Don't don't smoke tobacco. Like, that's just stupid. Yeah. Um, when did this turn into the dare program? I forgot. <laughs> when did we sign a contract? Yeah. Something? No. Sorry. Um. <laughs> wait. That's that's our new sponsor is Dare. Um, <laughs> Dare's our sponsor. I didn't know how to tell you this. Um, uh, so. When did you sign? Uh, I don't think you should be making business decisions behind they, my back. They they've paid us a lot of money in exposure in exposure um anyway that was nicotine by panic at the disco i just said that um i just wanted to get us back on track 
Well, um, yeah, Brent. I mean, more specifically by Brendan Urie at, at the point where this was made. It was it was just him by that point, right? Yeah. Was it just him after like the third album or something like that? Yeah. Or? So the it was the first two were the whole band, and we'll get more okay. into this because I think a little spoiler alert. Uh, I think in the next couple episodes, I think we're going to do a panic episode, you know, yeah. just keep a lookout for that because, you know, I don't want to get too much into panic uh, breaking up, I guess. <laughs> Weird to say. Up, no, no. Brandon, you're retiring. Yeah. Brandon, you're more retiring. accurate. It's more accurate. But point is yeah. we'll get more into that, you know, in a couple episodes, but yeah. yeah. Um, but, but point um, is, is this one, by this point, it was just him. First two were the whole band. Number three was him and one remaining person, I believe. And okay. then by this point, it was it was him and like, you know, yeah. Which is always crazy to me because I feel like I would keep up with certain bands' politics a lot. The ones that I like really, really top favorite bands, I would keep up with like, inner workings and stuff but for some reason panic i didn't know until I, like well past that i think i think that's Brandon. i think it's because i so i love the first two albums so i was a teenager when they came out um yeah. the third one came out when i was i believe either like early college or even on my mission and then my then the fourth one came out and that's when I got back into panic was um, mm, yeah. because of this album, the too weird to live too rare to die. And then I kind of stayed yeah. with them since then. Yeah. Well, I mean, this one's a really good album and that's actually yeah. a good launching off point for what I wanted to talk about. Oh, so I, I guess just, yeah, well, you already kind of said it, but we'll talk about more about the retiring. Oh, no, retiring so. and like all the inner workings of like actual, like, of panic and all that um we are gonna have a special guest host on with us so yeah. stay tuned for that yeah it's kevin um, i just thought i'd mention him so i can get that out of the way okay. guest host is gonna be kevin because kevin also loves panic like us so you yeah. know you're, you're supposed to you're supposed to keep an air of mystery about our i i understand that but at the same time i didn't i don't want to have to like almost bring up kevin and then legally have to bring him back up again sometime in the podcast so i thought let's knock it out now let's knock it out um now. so this our longest running is... bit is what <laughs> we are legally supposed to do in this <laughs> podcast i like how we got rid of the other stuff but that's the one we've and, kept going and kept kept that bit yeah whatever works man yeah um so this album too weird to live too rare to die um this was it was a tour. I don't know if I can't. I can't remember exactly if it was like the tour after the this album, or if it was just one of the tours after this album. This this was the most recent one, but um, it was yeah. This this album was the latest one when I saw them first because I've seen them. I've, uh, I've seen Brennan twice. Me too. Uh, Brennan slash Pat Panic. Yeah, I don't. And we haven't seen them together, right? No, we haven't. We okay, have not seen so. them together, um, but we have seen. Weirdly, we've seen Panic twice now, but just yeah, times. just at different times. Yeah. So uh, mine was like a whole trip um, 
I think shared friends with you, um, but it, it was like a summer and you were either working at Disney or probably working at Disney. Actually, you did that a lot of summers. Yeah. Um, uh, and we were like, hey, we're, let's drive to Denver from Salt Lake. Because I, I can't remember why we like couldn't make the one in Salt Lake or maybe it was sold out or something. But there was a panic show at Denver and we were like, we love car trips we love panic like we all love panic let's go for it and there was like more than them too and i can't remember all the bands but it was like a a long list of bands and they were the closer where did you see them um so it was in denver it wasn't red rocks it was like a but it was an outdoor amphitheater oh that's cool though yeah so it was really cool um the other time i saw them was at uh, usana up in salt lake um but uh, specifically nicotine, um, I, what, I, what I like about Panic, um, when we're talking about live music, um, I, I don't, when I, when I listen to him, I don't know if this is everybody's experience, but when I've listened to Brendan before seeing him live, I didn't necessarily think, wow, that guy's got a crazy good range. Um, all the songs are really good and everything. But seeing him live, he like really belts out and uses his whole range and, and all of his different vocal talents. Um, you know, maybe that's just something I didn't catch up. I didn't pick up on just listening to music. Um, but definitely after seeing him live, I've noticed it. Uh, And, and nicotine is a good one because live he would do like, he does different vocal ad libs during nicotine going up really, really, really high top of his range and keeping a really um and still keeping like a good uh volume yeah that's the word i'm looking for um so that's why i was like nicotine specifically i i happen to remember that song that i mean i'm sometimes i don't remember the like song but just like the feel of the whole concert yeah and that's you know i feel like uh, like that was that was the tough bit with this playlist in general is there's a couple of ones where it's song specific where I'm like, Oh, I remember this, this specific song being really good, but there's others where I'm like, that was one of the highlight songs, but like there wasn't anything that was, well, I guess it was, it was, um, it, it was like above the others because it, it wasn't, you know, one of the best songs that they played. Um, but yeah, you know, like like you're saying with nicotine, like I've I've seen Panic now twice. Uh, I was lucky enough to see him on his last tour, like this last the uh, Viva Las Vengeance tour. Um, Michaela oh, got me right. tickets, which was great because it's like it was it was nice because I got to see all of his mu- all like all of his music, and then yeah. um, he ended with uh, he ended it with. The, the three like encore songs um, and it's something that he's done. And a lot of bands have started to do, which I kind of more enjoy, but they're like, Hey, we're not going to go off stage, pretend like we're not going to play. You chant our name, you come back out and we play the three songs. Yeah. Um, but they just like, they put their three best songs or their three favorite songs at the end. So it yeah. was, um, I write sins, high hopes and, and 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 victorious that one's very good 
Yeah. yeah. So he, he ended with those three songs and it was amazing. Um, when I saw him, it would have been during the, not this album, but the, the next album, um, he played. And I know you were going to bring this up, but I remember seeing, um, Bohemian Rhapsody. I think he played at, at this one too, but I remember him yeah, playing Bo- the Bohemian Rhapsody and it was the coolest thing. Cause like he got on this piano and the piano like spun in like a, a corkscrew and it, it got oh, higher and higher cool. and higher. And so he was like raised above everybody. Um, yeah. I'm trying to remember on the ones I saw. I don't, I don't think they corkscrewed, but I think his piano was elevated during the performance as well. Yeah, um, it was really cool. At least from my memory, it was a corkscrew. I could be way off, but that's what I remember. Um, yeah, I feel and, like for and, his last tour, he probably you know showed out for so, that. And they, so and no, they not perform- this tour, but it, it, this would have been the death of the bachelor, death of a bachelor. Oh, okay. Tour. But I guess still at that point, Death of the Bachelor, they would have been performing that for a while because I yeah. saw them uh, closer to Too Weird to, to Live, Too Weird to Die, and they yeah. were and he was performing. They were performing it, and I, I mean, uh, talking about his vocal range, he's one of the few that can really hit all of those yeah um, notes in Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, it's is, and I mean, insane. and I think too, like there's just. There's, there's those bands that like are great no matter what um that like that are that are good at live they're they're good um on tracks and then you, yeah. you know sometimes you get those bands where it's like oh this is really good listening to it like on a cd or streaming or an ipod or depending yeah. on how old you are but then you hear them live and you're like that was that was that you know i cool yeah. that was that was okay i feel like panic as the showmanship and the the like everything was like perfected to a t at least especially on this last tour um yeah. and because by the time I, I saw him in salt lake the tour i think there was like three or four more shows left in the tour uh, oh, there was wow. like hardly any so like by that point like everything was perfected and yeah. it was it was an amazing just stage presence as well as just the the I guess the efficiency that's a weird word to use but the efficiency of mm. of the show like there weren't any like issues where like oh crap these lights came on too early they brought this yeah. in too too late like a little bit There's messy of- it was it was like a perfect show um, I can't think of the word. There's not ten minutes where the guitarist is trying to tune to a different tuning, and the, yeah. and the vocalist tries out their stand-up career for the first time, or whatever the yeah. Like, you're just yeah. like yeah, it was sick to music. Te- it was like and technically perfect, as well mm, as like yeah, an amazing, yeah. amazing show. But yeah, I love Panic. What would you say your favorite part of the song is? Favorite part, favorite lyric. Um, I I really like the it's hard for me because I, I really like the so okay I guess I'll do music and lyric because well, mm. there's two separate parts the pre-chorus the 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 building to like the actual um uh chorus um is sorry everyone 
Um, if you're watching this, Zach's, Zach looks like he got trapped in an 80s music video. I don't know hey, what keeps Zach, happening to get, Hey, I got, I got a question for you. How is, yeah. like, um, how was living the take on me life? Like, did you look like he almost disappeared not, into, like... Yeah, it was, like, kind of... It's kind of weird, you know. Um, they just... they You're, like, trying to just get work done. And then all of a sudden, they're, like, dancing through the... They're, they're dancing with, like, some, like, synth behind it. Like, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. I, that's got to be terrible. To... It's it's got to be bad. Um, <laughs> anyways, my favorite part, uh, my favorite part musically is the pre-chorus build, um, right until right up to the uh, actual chorus. But then I, I like lyrically like um, the second verse. Um, it's better to burn than fade away. It's better to leave than be, re- be replaced. Kind of a um commenting on 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 being more uh, being assertive in in life i guess i don't know i it's a weird way to describe it but it's yeah i just like that lyrics better to burn than fade away nice i think my favorite it's like the and i remember this became one of my favorite songs of this album because I was listening like when I first listened to it, I love the fact that he was um, making the analogy between this person and a cigarette. Yeah. Like he's like, I know you're terrible for me and I need to stop, but I can't like the, that's, yeah, yeah, and I think that's why my favorite lyric is "It's a fucking drag." I taste you on my lips, and I can't get rid of you. Like it's two, like yeah, it's it, two separate parts of it. But like because it's 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 not just like oh this sucks. It's a drag, but like the the it's a drag like a, a cigarette like a cigarette take drag a, as when, well. Yeah, when, yeah. I I just always have loved that, and I think uh, musically my favorite part is near the end. Um with the the very end with just one more hit and then we're through because you can never love me back um and then it it's that because you're the love's a fucking drag and i just love the way like sometimes i feel like you know i know we swear a lot but then there's times where i'm like you know okay like there's you know sometimes i feel like it's swearing can be almost too much where you're like okay we got it you're cool whatever like you don't need to like it, it feels like it's just a complete filler word was like yeah throw yeah. some more in there um but the way he says the the way the pronunciation i don't know why i got on that little soapbox there uh, <laughs> i don't know either I don't know. I was I was trying to think of where I was going with it. Sometimes I don't know where I'm going with it until I just start saying stuff and then I get there. But the point is, is the the way he like hits fucking. Yeah. Um, he doesn't hit having sex. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> Nobody. I just want it clear. I don't want Mr. Yuri to think that we're uh, uh we're trash talking right now. I just want him to know that we enjoy his music we do um, it's only been like a week and and we miss you so much did you 
did he do um because he only did it at one of the concerts i went to where he, he did he was like oh it's scream screamo appreciation day or something like that or we do like screamo thursdays or i can't remember it was like a day of the week that he said i don't he did i've not seen that he it was it's was just a really fun thing like going off more about like his vocal talent because he obviously obviously none of his songs involve screamo or any or screaming or anything um but he was just like and, and again i don't know why but it's just like content and how good of a performer is too he was just like whereas like you know you see those local bands and the joke i made earlier where like the vocalist tries their tries out their stand-up career because they're like oh this is taking too long to like switch instruments like brandon yuri like had a planned bit about like oh it's scream out thursday this is where we appreciate screaming music and then like he uh, he had a funny little joke about it. i can't remember the funny but he had like a funny joke about it and then like he was like all right we're just gonna play you the, so- the song real quick and it was like a 15 seconds of like him screaming something and his band playing like a super heavy breakdown. And then he was like, yeah, and thank you. Okay. And then just like went on to the next, <laughs> I just went on to the, next song. <laughs> the next song. It was great. Yeah. Well, that's, I, I, I mean, the perform, the performance is why I wanted to put panic on. First, oh yeah, for sure. Or, um, um, do you have anything, that. anything else that you want to say? Uh, like I, I'm, I, I don't want to say too much because I feel like, we know that we're doing this panic one in the next, you know, couple yeah. episodes. So I don't want to like throw all my stuff away and then get have to have to then think about what <laughs> I we're wanted gonna to go mention. With. I wanted to mention all the live aspects I like about them. Yeah. Um, so that's everything I remember from their live shows. Um, I'll have to save the road trip story for another podcast. Yeah, let's 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 do that for the the next one. Um, well. I guess uh, we should travel on to the next song. Uh, I guess, you know, why not even use a portal? In the throes of the ruby red river that flows through this darkening concrete devouring ghost to float by I'm and that was portal by lights this one was my choice oh, holy shit i oh the uh, i didn't know that you could portal that's insane yeah right um from beginning from the be- from before the song that was i dude that was trippy i'm yeah. not like how do you, how did you unlock this i thought that like i didn't think that you knew science i'm gonna be i'm it may be insulting but like i didn't know you were that scientific i'm minded. very scientific i don't know if you heard i don't know where i'm gonna go with this joke yeah you, you <laughs> I, paused too I, long. I paused too long i was hoping that something come i had nothing Let's move past it. <laughs> anyway, this is lights. Let's just forget it. Just forget Let's that forget part this. where Brady couldn't think of a joke. <laughs> oh man, I'm so disappointed in myself. Anyway, this is uh, Portal by Lights. This lights is one of my favorite artists that I've seen live. I I don't know what it is like. So, um, 
the way I got into lights was through Cody, um, you know, yeah. the host from the last podcast, um, uh, one of my best friends, um, the second part of uh, the sweet life of Zach and Cody, um, former former best friends. We got demoted. No, no, you're still you didn't get demoted. You're still best friends. It's just that Seth is my best best friend. I don't know. It feels like a demotion, but <laughs> it feels okay. like a demotion. You're getting the same pay. So it's not a demotion. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, he was really into lights and I didn't get into yeah. lights until this um, album, little, um, little machines. But so lights was up in Salt Lake on his birthday and it, he was like, Hey, I'm coming up. I bought, I bought me and you tickets. Like it's, I'm going to this concert and we're going to see it. So it was actually on his birthday that we went oh, cool. and, um, and then I bought him, um, one of the, I bought him a vinyl from the show for his birthday, but yeah, it, it was like, I listened to her a little bit before cause Cody like showed me her. I was like, yeah, I like her, but the performance she put on at this show. And then I saw her at, um, on my birthday, I bought tickets for me and Cody in um, Vegas for her second, for the nuts for the second time seeing her for the next album, uh, Skin and Earth, and okay. it, it watching her perform is the best. Like she is one of my favorite live artists ever. Like I, wow. I it, like I I can't. You know, like like we we're saying, sometimes you come out of a, a concert and you're like, that was okay. Sometimes you come out like, yeah. oh, I loved it because that was my favorite band. I had not listened to her, and I was like, that, like, it was this weird feeling, especially, like, with the music, the yeah. like, the concerts that we would go to, especially, like, high school, college. It's, like, depressing, uh, like, you know, it's a, that screamo emo stuff. So it's, like, you never come yeah. away just, like, you come away pumped and excited. But, like, I felt like this joy and like this joyful excitement coming away i was like i feel so happy right now like it was just this weird yeah like just elation that i could not get over after seeing this concert and it seriously one was, was one of the best concerts i've ever seen and it's strange because up like when like she's one of my favorite artists now but when yeah. i went to the show I had heard some of her songs. I hadn't really listened to much of it. Like I had heard Siberia from the album previously, but I didn't really know much. And I went in and the way like her performance made me love her music. That's that's, yeah. I mean, that's the sign of a truly good performer. And that is like, because there was one song, the the last song on this is the one that both of us thought of when we thought about doing this live show. But besides that song, the second song that came up in my head was this one because I remember yeah. the whole concert being amazing. But then in the it was like in the middle because I feel like a lot of bands and it's really cool when they do this. Like they've got pop up like exciting song, exciting songs, but in the middle they have they kind of slow it down and change the pace up a little bit. And she, right, right. I, she did this song and it was the coolest thing watching like, and I think that's my, you know, my favorite part of the song is the slow build progression. Like even at the beginning, like the, I think the, um, 
the drummer is just kind of like lightly with um, mallets, not even drumsticks, but like the the, the felt mallets, like kind of just oh. playing on the cymbal. Um, and cool. then and then it gets you know then then he kind of comes in on the snare, and then it it gets it gets it progressively builds while still the entire song still kind of staying at that same like softness like it's not like a it's not like a build at other concerts where like it starts off acoustic and then like the whole orchestra comes in at the very end like it's still an amazing build while still keeping everything minimal if that makes sense does that make sense with the song i don't know how to explain it I think I, I see where you're going. I think I, I, I understand what you're saying. I don't know if everyone else does, but I understand. So if you don't understand what I'm saying, go back and listen to it. You, you damn idiots. Okay. I, I alienated, alienated and we're good. Um, and we're good. <laughs> but point is, is that like, yeah, like that's, I, and I remember just being just almost like mesmerized by watching this song live. And I think yeah. that was like the icing on the cake of a of an amazing performance that like I'll never forget. Like I still like I anytime I hear this song, um, like we were saying before, like nicotine, you remember the whole feeling. You can't pinpoint one song. With this, like for lights, um, I pinpoint it to Portal. I don't know what it was like, and there's a bunch of other really good songs on it that I loved watching her play. But yeah. for some reason, this is the one that is stuck with me. And it, and, and it's not that even this is like, this isn't even like the the sing you know any of the singles or like the top songs. This is like, it's just one of the really good songs from the album. But it's not even like the mo- like it's not the singles that would come out. It's not the ones that like they're gonna get yeah. any like radio play or anything it's just the one song that at the show was stuck yeah but and i think uh i, I was gonna get into this on a different song but we, i'll just bring it up now um the i think there are certain certain artists where the songs that end up being the best live are not necessarily the big chart toppers for them or yeah. or they're super popular um well-known songs even um yeah this is one of them one of one of the later ones um i was going to bring it up on is also that but yeah i feel like there's bands where they're just like they obviously everyone's still pumped for like the big huge numbers mm-hmm. and chart toppers everyone's singing along to those those are great but they also have like these songs that you're like oh i didn't really remember this or like this was maybe one of my favorites off their album but seeing it live is like completely different they thought of like some cool performance or some cool thing to add to it um yeah so that's cool yeah. What was your favorite part about the song? I I, I said my favorite, but I want to hear what yours is. Um. Yeah. So I was trying to. I don't know. I really liked it. I mean, I liked what you were saying about it, where it kind of builds but stays the same. Um. Feel like it doesn't change to a different feel. Um. I was trying to read the lyrics, and I did like um. 
in the process. It, it's the means to the end. It's the glass bottom vessel uh, in depths. It's the glass bottom vessel in depths that expend, extends to the spans between us. I don't know. It's all really trippy lyrics. <laughs> yeah. But, um, well, and I think some of them are really, really deep lyrics that you wouldn't know. Like, you know, like some of them I just looked up on Genius. Um, yeah. Like, for example, the um, the if I could, I'd cut through the cables and cords, but I'd never be able my knife to the table with yours. Um, what this yeah. is is that um, apparently she had issues like back, you know, when she was younger with self harm. And the cables uh, and cords are, you know, veins. Are veins. Oh. And, okay. but now she won't, she's not able to because um, the knife is at the table with the one that she loves. Like, and they're not going to let her do That's it anymore. Awesome. Like, yeah. I, yeah. Like, or another one that I thought was, I didn't even realize is the, you know, the, the one that says the loneliest thing in the shape of a fist. And that uh, it's the heart. Oh, uh, because the shape of a fist refers to the human heart. Huh. It's like shaped, you know, it can be yeah. shaped like a fist. And I think, wow. yeah, like some really deep super, lyrics, yeah, like really deep, super good lyricist. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I don't um, have a lot of chance to like digest this. Was kind of shooting from the hip now. Yeah, I'm um, sorry, I I cut you off though, dude. What were you saying that your favorite part was? Didn't I say it? The glass bottom boat? Oh, yeah. Glass bottom. Yep. Yeah. Well, do you have anything else you'd like to, to say about the song or lights or anything like that? Um, No, not too much about lights. I know I, know I still need to get into um, or listen to more of lights because you guys, uh, you and Cody and Kevin really like lights. Yeah. So I need to listen to more of her. I was wondering, so she like made of light bulbs or just like light shines. So, her? so the or... reason it, it is a clever, so her name, um, her last name is, uh, or what is it? Give me a sec to, to look this up. It's, I, I don't want to, this one is kind of hard to just, um, her, her birth name, like, which is, there is Valerie Ann. Point light. Um, how do I pronounce that? Pox Leitner. Pox Leitner. P o x l e i t n e r. But uh, Pox Leitner, and then she just light. Light. Yeah. She just took lights. Poe Leitner. She's Canadian, so it's probably Poe Leitner. Oh, Canadian, eh? Yeah. And she's and and she's married to the singer from West the Fall. Fun fact. Oh, yeah. Oh, if I knew that. Yeah. Well. Well, um, um, should we find um, our way back to the next song? Yeah.
And that was Find My Way Back by Four Years Strong. Um, one of my favorite bands, which I've mentioned before, but um, also one of my favorite live bands. Um, I am like, I need you to to almost hook me up with a bunch of Four Years Strong stuff because like, I have never really gotten into them, but every song you put on this playlist, I'm like, Ooh, I really like that song. Oh yeah. No, you would really like four years strong. Like they're really good, especially for, um, I know your music taste, like you would really like them. So uh, I'll do that separately. Yeah. Um, you guys don't but... get any, <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe I could share some on the no! Instagram or Twitter. Too. Okay. No. Shit. Wow. All right. Brady Brady doesn't want to share with anyone. I'm gatekeeping this bitch. <laughs> They're his toys and nobody's <laughs> allowed to play with them. The the songs. Um anyways. Uh this was we talked about this. Did we talk about this like during a song? Now I can't remember. It all blends together. Um but like some I think we talked about during a song, not not uh not in between um so so some of these um we are like song specific oh no no we 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 talked about it did we We, talk about it like like, in between yeah we talked like actual discussing it like actual discussion sorry listeners um a lot of times zach and i will still talk in between songs because we will listen to these songs um as we're going so that way we yeah. can like make sure we're on the right t- track. And sometimes we get a little out of control and we'll talk um, to each other about the stuff in between and it's not recording. Yeah. yeah. And then we're like, crap, did we, we mention that? Or that? yeah, no, this was, but, yeah. So Talked this about was it for like, both. yeah. Yeah. So, so I guess four years strong is one of the ones where it was like, there's not, there's not a song specifically that stuck out to me. This one was like, I remember seeing it live, but like there were tons of songs that they played live. I could have picked a multitude. Like they were awesome. Um, and still just as good, like a decade after it came out, if or like a little more than a decade or something like that. And I've, I mean, I saw them the first time I saw them in concert was close to when this came out like a year or so after and then I saw them like just in October, right before the when we were young. It was a crazy weekend for me. I like saw Four Years Strong, then drove to Vegas, and then we almost went to when we were young. Randomly, we already told that story, but anyways, um, what's great about Four Years Strong? It's is it's a band where, and like you hope this about most concerts that you go to, but like it doesn't it doesn't always ring true we're like they're a band where everyone in the audience knows the words to every song that they play and sing it loudly and and proudly along with the band i I think i think you might know what i mean where that's like not always the case where you like go to these venues and like half the people are really excited about it and the other half aren't and it just doesn't make it it's just not as fun i don't know yeah um we well, I think we've talked about it before, um, but we remember uh, Zach and I once went to Mumford and Sons, and there's some 
kid behind us who's almost making fun of everybody else in this like anybody else who was like singing along and enjoying it he was kind of like oh yeah some like 17 year old asshole who was just like oh look at these idiots like no like trying to be cool or i i, I don't need he was probably 19 or 20 i don't know ages anymore everyone yeah. looks young to me and and we were like only like 24 at the time and it was like uh he's annoying and <laughs> and young yeah but yeah but like he was like making fun of people it's like why did you come like like it, it almost yeah. ruined the concert for me because i was like this is one of my favorite bands can you just shut up yeah you didn't have to be here you could have really, got yeah why did you pay money for to to come and complain about it like it's so insane like and i've and i've been to concerts where i don't know the the artist um, I don't no, I don't really listen, but I'm like, okay, well, you know, even if it's like not my uh, cup of tea, I'm still like, uh, oh, this is I, I can still get into it. Yeah, you do. You're not a. You don't loudly complain for the people who are fans yeah. to hear. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, for you strong is just like yeah. It, well, and especially like I was. Well, the first one I went to, it was one of those like standing room only venues. Um, so you kind of had to, life. It's like everyone was in the pit at one point or whether or not they wanted to. Uh, but yeah, like I went into the pit um, in October when I saw them. Yeah, that was October. Um, and I do recall this song was like really cool for the and I, when I like, I'm definitely not moshing as much as when I was younger, and it was a bad idea in general. But I got really excited because it was four years strong, and so like I remember this one. Every like a lot of times we just we discussed this in the breakdowns episode, but like usually it's like there's a specific breakdown, and that's when like a, the majority of the moshing happens, right? But this song, it's like every chorus is like kind of the breakdown of the song. And so like each time they hit the chorus, we all went back at it to to mosh. And then like what's also great and and probably my favorite part is um, the bridge is like instead of like a full on breakdown, it's like they bring it down to like like in the song you're listening to, it's like acoustic level, but they like take yeah. out distortion and everything. But like they go all the way, strip it all the way down to like, and it's, and it, that's a great part because like, since the band's not playing as loud, you can hear everyone just com- like singing along. Um, and it like is at full volume and it, it's, it's a great moment. And then when they come back in, it's, it's great. I was going to say like, you know i i like when you know not all the time like but it, i like when bands do that for for songs um yeah. it's like sometimes the it, the breakdown is fun to mosh in when it's like a heavy breakdown but like bands yeah. like this when when they go the reverse and they just like it almost becomes a sing-along that also is a ton of fun when you're at these shows yeah uh, yeah yeah they're they're i, I could have picked yeah, like I said, there was many songs that I enjoyed from that, but this one, I feel like the fun part of them of the show is the fact that like everyone moshed during the chorus. It wasn't just one part of the song. 
And there's also usually if for people who don't go to these kinds of sh- uh, shows where there's mosh pits, there's always the beginning mosh pit. Take by... on <laughs> oh, no, me. my video broke. Again. <laughs> I was just, <laughs> I was just gonna say the there's always like a beginning mosh of like just like where everyone's excited that the song came on, like they play the first few notes and you're just like, cool. But then like yeah. Later, yeah. there's the breakdown mosh. Um, I what, think what uh, was your favorite part? I mean, you're, this is your first time listening to this song, right? Yeah, I I think that that bridge I really like that breakdown where it, like strips everything. But my favorite part of the song, like it was a great song, but I liked in the second time the chorus comes around is so I can prove to you that I'm alive. And there's that little guitar like like half yeah. second guitar solo. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was really cool. But yeah, no, I really like this song. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else you'd like to say about about this? Just just to warn everyone, you gotta you're gonna have to expect more four years strong on the upcoming playlist. They're just one of my favorites, and I think I'm. I think they relate. They have a lot of songs that fit into a lot of categories. So, no, that, like I'm just sad that I didn't get into four years strong earlier. Like it would have been a perfect song to listen to. Like when I was getting ready to graduate college when I was about 26. was 26 by paramore um aren't you like 30 when you graduated college (laughs) i was actually 26 when i graduated college which is still longer than most people take i got that um but in my defense longer than you so no i think we oh yeah you took it you took a semester longer than me um yeah i and the reason i was 26 i I took a two-year mission, and then I uh, didn't know what I wanted to do for a long time. So, you know what? Don't judge me, okay? At least I graduated, people. Wow. There's a lot of anger coming off of you this episode. <sighs> okay. It's okay. It's okay. You have a career. You're making money. <laughs> and we're back. We're back from um, Brady's pep talk corner. Um, Do you ever just have like a career existential crisis where you kind of panic and think, how am I not making the same amount of money that other people are making right now? (laughs) That's just me. No. Okay. It's fine. Um, No. Anyway, um, this was Paramore. um, And this is from their after laughter album, which is, I think my favorite. And we've talked about this. When we did the Paramore, um, the Paramore episode, yeah, episode, uh, I this song is another one of the specific songs that I remember, um, but it's not it's not as specific as Portal. I do like I had to go back and like look through because I I didn't post them. I'm not basic basic, but like I did take videos to remember because it's you know. It was one of the Paramore was yeah, one of the yeah. best concerts I had been to. 
Um, so much that like it's if any of you been to USANA Amphitheater in Salt Lake, it's this big open amphitheater when you're in college and you can only afford the thirty forty dollar tickets. Um, you will get the grass seats and just try to get as close up on the grass as possible. So it's like grass and yeah. then seating, like actual like um, in the like, sim- stadium. Like, like stadium seating, like with actual yeah. seats there are always there, like bolted into the ground and then the general admission. Yeah. And so Cody again was like, hey, let's go up to this concert. Um, and yeah. when we went up um, and he's like but i want to see i want to go up and i want to see them like general mission and they were like 90 bucks or 100 bucks and both of us like yeah that's worth it let's go see them and it was the yeah um, most amazing it was an amazing show and um, this was almost like portal where they you know they came out with like i think came out playing hard times and you know like still into you and stuff like that and then ended oh. with like their big songs but then they um they did like a li- almost like a little acoustic set in the middle they kind of like all came together and just like played like some of their softer stuff and yeah. i remember them playing 26 and it was really really good especially because i loved everything from this album um mm-hmm. so like anytime they play anything from after laughter i was just immediately hooked and it was just yeah. a really, really good show. They're amazing live. I, I'm, a regret I have is uh, it, just this last couple months. Um, I didn't re- like. I thought they were playing the, um, some big stadium. Like they're playing stadiums, but they also played at a smaller venue called the Salt Air in Salt Lake, which is like it's big, but like it's all general general mission there's no like yeah. it's not like going to um a big arena um you know like where they do like have sports and stuff that also play there and i didn't realize yeah. this and we had something kind of tentatively mckayla and i had something tentatively going on that night um and it was like oh yeah like there's you know uh, we've got like a game night or something planned and i was like i don't want to like we she mentioned paramore that day i was like oh yeah but i don't want to pay like 90 bucks a person to have nosebleed seats up at uh um energy solutions or vivant or that's the delta center again um but i didn't want to pay crazy money for it but then i learned a couple like the next couple days that it was at saltair i was like oh we should have gone to that we could have skipped game night like and because saltair is like 30 bucks a ticket like like easily affordable and i'm sad i missed that and i'm gonna have to go and see them again but paramore is amazing live have you ever seen paramore live no that's probably the thing i'm most jealous about um is people that have seen paramore live because i've loved them since um right 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 possibly before them but definitely right 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 i think it's i think is it i think it's just one riot but it's just all over the cover you're right. Yeah. <laughs> why did I don't know it? I don't know so, why I thought it was three riots. Hey, so are you? Uh, I thought you were a big fan. Um, you should know that it's just one. Um, like uh, I don't again I mean to. I don't mean to again gatekeep this bitch, but like, are you really a fan? 
if you don't know the name of their one of their most successful albums, like the one that has uh, Misery Business on it. Huh? So embarrassing for me. This is really this is this is honestly I have to I'm hold on. Shut up, Brady. I apologize, Haley Williams. Um if you're when you're no, not if when when you listen to this, I wanna apologize. Um I was speaking really fast and sometimes I don't I don't think I don't think everything out. So I just I said right, right, right. I, I believe there's some other album that i was thinking of that has three words like the same word three times i don't remember that one so Haley, please forgive me and also um please love me back (laughs) please love me back um that would be great does this love from afar is is has gone on too long um anyways and going back to so going back to to the live concert yeah. Um, I love this album. I've always liked Paramore, but again, I think like Lights, this is one of those shows that like I went in with like yeah, I I like Paramore. Like wasn't that I didn't even know Paramore? I liked Paramore, but like I didn't really know like Brand New Eyes. I hadn't really listened to. Um, I'd listened to the, I knew like their hits really, and this whole album. Um, but then after this show, I was like, oh, yep. Paramore is one of my favorites. Like the yeah. the live performance, just like with Lights, elevated them to like the favorite status. Okay. If that makes sense. Um, and that's it. They put on a really, really good live show. Um, so, yeah. Um, going on to the song, though, since you haven't seen it, you can't really converse with me because, you know, you're one of those few people out there who just hates life and has never seen Paramore. Um, what would you say your favorite? What would you say your favorite part of the song is? Favorite lyric, favorite part? Oh, fuck me. Um, I saw, I've been debating that. I really like. I think I just I really like the chorus. I mean, yeah. hold on to hope if you got it. Don't let it go for nobody. Um. They say the dreaming is free, but I wouldn't care what it cost me. Just this. I mean, it, it hits home so hard for someone with depression. Like I've talked about like that. That is. Yeah, the especially like I don't they say the dreaming is free, but I wouldn't care what it cost me. Like I get that it's free, but I would just I would pay anything to um to have hope and shit. Uh, on certain days also i just want to clarify i'm in a good place right now yeah well and 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 i think that same lyric because that's my favorite lyric can be taken um in a similar way but like not but different like um because yours is coming from like a place of like you know when i'm feeling depressed like i don't care what it costs to feel that hope where i'm looking as more and um you know like we've kind of talked about i've never experienced uh, depression and like but like you i just, feel like you just experienced needing to watch dry ice bubble okay you're right i have experience but like uh, but i i i've never experienced like long like longer term long term like yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's you. what i mean like I, you know I, we've all experienced like you know intense bouts of sadness but like ne- like i don't think it's never been like a long-term issue but on for me, what I get out of that is more 
Um, and I think it's kind of goes with the title of the song, at least for me, because, you know, when I was 26, I remember thinking like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. Like, and I'm still, I, I, and even now you still feel, I still feel young, but don't know what I want to do, but I have these big dreams and aspirations of what I want to do with like my life, like career, family, all these big things. I don't know how to get there. Um, and I enjoy, like, that's kind of the take I get from it is the, you know, dreaming is free, but like, I don't care what it's going to cost me to get to my dreams. Like yeah. I, the things that I want in life, I don't care what it'll cost me to get there. I, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's the take that I've always taken on it. And it's interesting to see your take on it um, just with, you know, like the difference in like, you know, our like, like mental um, issues is the wrong word, but you know what I'm trying to say. Mental states. Yeah. yeah mental yeah. states. That's the right word um, where it just, I think it's so cool that like there's, you know, people can take different meanings from lyrics, the same exact lyrics. You can take different meanings from it and it's still, can affect them in positive ways no matter what it is absolutely um well i have to see uh, a man about a horse so um which is a really old saying for for what um, zach for peeing my pants uh i'm gonna pee my pants any second now so um <laughs> let's go to sell out corner and in addition to the ad, go follow. Don't skip this one on Instagram or Twitter. Um, you can subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. If anybody asks, we're available everywhere. Um, Spotify Premium has the full songs, but um, instead of just the clips. So if you guys want to hear the full songs in between, they'll automatically do that. Um, you can leave a review on iTunes. That still helps. Uh, and, and not even iTunes, where like leave a review, rate us on all of the apps. Oh um, yeah, what, you can do them. You all, can, yeah, all the apps have reviews now. Yeah. So, um, sometimes it's like written review. Sometimes it's just as simple as leaving us a star rating. Um, rate us on, leave us a, a rating, leave us a review on anything. And like Zach said, we are on every, pretty much every major um, podcast platform, including yeah. Pandora. I didn't know that Pandora had one. But you can listen to um, to stuff on Pandora, so you know, feel free to listen there. I guess if yeah. you want to, or Spotify, Apple Music. Um, <laughs> every episode also has a playlist on my Spotify profile. Um, if you search Zach Fisher, uh, my profile is the one with the logo on it. Um, also, please share the show with your friends. Tell one friend if you tell if so if you tell two friends and then they tell two friends each and then all of them tell two friends then it'll be kind of like a it's like a triangle shape and it's an it's an inverted funnel is what we're looking for yeah Um, there's a lot of great there's a lot of great companies out here in utah who um have taken that inverted funnel technique and we want to implement that into our into our podcast uh kind you, of, can't... you know what it reminds me of i you know i i i think it like a pyramid 
I think that's what. No, no, no. It's an inverted. It's an inverted funnel. Uh, oh, okay. Not a. So okay. No, not so a pyramid. It's like an a, inverted funnel. Backwards. So, yeah. Yeah. So, and the um the great thing about our podcast is the more people that you tell about our podcast, the more it's a it's really it's a it's a lifestyle choice. Um, yeah, it's a great lifestyle, absolutely. and we're not selling any product specifically. We are selling. <laughs> A better list, life. A better life by listening to our podcast. Um, so, check us out. Um, we'll be at the next DoTerra convention. Um, <laughs> the next DoTerra. Check us out the next I'm just, hotel lobby I'm just, that you're going by, and we'll probably be there. Yeah, covered in lavender. <laughs> um, anyway, that might have alienated some of our podcast listeners, but like, I'm sorry. Yeah. You need to know. Um, yeah, um, no, I I think that's point it for is, selling. Yeah. That, okay, that's it for selling us out, but I think we wanted to do Yeah, um, well, what before we play another song. Before we play the next song, um I, you know, Zach and I were kind of talking in the middle of the last song cuz this is our live live uh music one. And I know we've talked a lot about specifics to to some of our favorite um, things we've seen live. And then in past, past episodes, we've talked about like sometimes seeing the songs live, but Zach, I just kind of wanted to ask like what, I, I, I know it's hard to, to, to number it, but if you had to put a, a guess estimate, how many concerts do you think you've been to? I like that you asked, you said it's hard to put a number on it, but I know that you, have an exact list of how many of each concert that you've been to um with, you've shown with, it to me it's a detailed list that has it's a, a detailed list with with dates and yeah. uh yeah because i i um because like i i'm going back to you know um uh, <laughs> mental capacity not capacities mental give me the word again states mental, mental states i think i might have ocd and i keep a list of it and it's Great. Anyway, keep going. Anyways. <laughs> 57. Um, I've been to 57 <laughs> concerts that I can count. There's some that I probably missed, but like, I feel like I've so exact. Very, kept a pretty well detailed um, list. There might have been some, like, some that I might have missed, but I don't think so. I've kind of gone through and, and remembered and even looked back at like photos and figured out the dates to them too. I want to say it's in the 30s or 40s for me, but it's also kind of weird because like I've we like I've weirdly been to quite a few classical concerts and I don't really count those. Okay, that's fair. But like, you know, as far as like seeing live music, I'm kind of open to a lot of different things. Like I've seen a few operas, I've seen um obviously musicals. I think we talked about we have yeah, a see, and, about and, and, and and musicals and I'm not counting not into this list. Yeah, no. Not counting that. But then like, yeah, classical concerts. I saw a few. Um or like uh, or like when I was in band in middle school, it's like technically that's a concert. Yeah, I'm not but, counting. You know, I, I'm not counting that. But like um I almost minored in minored in music. So I I went I had a couple classes where you like had to go to different classical concerts and stuff like that. But um, probably in the 30s or 40s as far as just like you know live bands um pop or rock shows not yeah. not really like classical orchestrated yeah uh, I'm, I'm not counting really any 
the only orchestra that I count in this is the Brian Setzer Orchestra, which isn't really, it's like, mm. it, it's not an orchestra. It, it, it is an orchestra, but it's like Brian Setzer's like rockabilly music with like the big, yeah, like that's the name of his group, but it's, yeah. it's still like, it's not like a classical orchestra. Um, but that is in the name of the band. Um, but yeah, no, I've, I've been to, I've counted 57, um, ranging from like big stadiums to small, small, like a, a couple of them are like small, like garage type concerts where it's like just a, a, a band I liked that is, you know, yeah. playing at, a um, like a college, some college houses, like garage um what and speaking of like kind of going off of that like with the the different venues what would you what are some of the favorite venues you've been to and is there any venues that you um almost are like bucket list items Ooh, um i can't think of bucket list off the top of my head but i know that there's some venues that i really wanted to go to um but the uh, as far as like favorite um, venues that I have been to, um, there the actually one of them um, was the Four Year Strong. Not to like talk solely about this concert, but it it was a really good venue also um, because it it was like kind of it it had it was standing room only, but it had kind of tiers and walls in between the tiers so that there was the place right by the stage where it could that could actually be like a mosh mosh pit people who were like super into it and and wanted to and also like crowd surf area and then there was like the next couple tiers just for people who just wanted to like sand and and enjoy the concert and but you didn't it did it wasn't like usana where it was like there's like stadium seating and it, 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 I've never yeah. liked Usana's setup, which we've explained, but I've never yeah. enjoyed it. Um, Unless you're in general admission, because then you don't realize who's behind you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I would say for me, Oh, that's one of my favorite. No, no uh, sorry. That's one of my favorite. Go ahead. I was going to say for me, the, uh, like, I, I don't really have too many favorites. Bucket list though is red rocks. I, I my uh, oh, bigger shit, guys, yeah. I lived in I lived in Denver for a year and a quarter year and a half and my cousin and I were supposed to go to some uh, to some shows at Red Rocks and we just never made it and I really want to go to a Red Rock show um, so much that I think Michaela and I are gonna plan like a I can we're gonna probably plan a trip to Denver visit yeah. friends and then go to a Red Rock show um, so I, was, and, you know, I, I said earlier I couldn't remember any off the top of my head head but i think i mentioned earlier red rocks and yeah that's also a bucket list that's me. that's the only real like there's no other like big famous venues that i'm like oh i really want to go to but like red rocks is probably there um and speaking of bucket list though like you know just a couple more quick questions we'll and we'll move on to the music but like is there any what would do you have a bucket list of artists that you haven't seen that you want to see um it's growing all the time i think um as far as like artists i want to see but if you're talking like the big ticket yeah, like I'm, t- I'm talking like big ticket bucket, bucket list, list like yeah i haven't seen blink 182 i am I'm seeing them going, this summer yeah i saw 
just the worst about rubbing it in. Um, <laughs> the the um, I think I'm gonna wait until it gets closer and see if I can get some cheaper tickets because they like their tickets were really mm-hmm. expensive. Um, and Paramore, we talked about that earlier that I haven't seen them and I do want to see um Haley Williams. Um, but I've seen a lot of the other like really big ones that I really enjoy. That's um, that's I feel like that's the same for me. We're like, you know, I feel like I've been lucky. You know, if you were to ask me ten years ago in my early twenties, like, hey, what's your bucket list ones? I could have named a bunch. But yeah. I've been lucky enough to go and see most of my bucket list ones. Um so now my bucket lists are like second tier where I'm like, oh, do you know what? Like, you know, like for example, like the killers like i yeah. i would love to see the killers like they're not like they haven't been like a bucket list one but but now i've seen all my bucket list ones i'm like okay you know besides like seeing other ones again like yeah. new artists that i've never seen i would say you know like people like the killers would be up there um on ones i'm like oh i haven't seen them i but i know they put on an amazing show you just reminded me of the third for me would be kendrick lamar Oh um, yeah, I want to see. I want to see him live. It'd be really cool. So yeah, that's that's just like you know, a few a few questions I thought I'd ask. You know, yeah, because this is our our live act. You know, and there's there's so many you know good things about live music. Like you know, I'm I know there's been a couple of times where like I've found bands through like from them being openers and I, I feel like it doesn't happen a ton, but there's been times where I'm like, Oh, I really like this band. Like, um, yeah. Me without you, me without you was one that I, I found. Um, John mm. was another weird one that opened for thrice and they were really good. Um, Lawrence, the band, um, opened for John Bellion that I saw. And I really like them and they've, you know, they've mm. kind of gotten a little bit bigger too, since I've seen them. Like, I think they, they did a, the soundtrack to one of the Disney Christmas movies and oh. they, they've got some, like some bigger songs. And I remember watching them and be like, these guys are really good. Um, yeah. Have you ever had seen that? Yeah. Um, yeah. I've had a couple openers that I've like still follow their music after um, seeing them. Uh, one of them um was knuckle puck um yeah yeah, i hadn't heard of them until i saw them open for four years strong um and they were amazing they they were like so good that i went into the pit early because i was like these guys are these guys are i haven't even heard these songs and they're um just blowing the arena away and then um Memphis May Fire, they opened for one of my first concerts. Uh, they opened for Devil Wars Prada. And um, I still, I, I like still listen to the music that was off their album um, back then. Yeah. And um, I can't See, remember the one that played before the 21 Pilots concert that I went to, but there was another one. Echo Smith? I might have been them. No, I knew Echo Smith before okay actually but but yeah no like i feel like sometimes you luck out and you get those really good openers and then other times you have those openers where you just think like oh wait
fell heavy into your arms. And that was I Will Wait by Mumford and Sons. I love Mumford so much. I know we've talked about this many times, but like, yeah, Mumford is in my top five. Mumford is easily in my top five favorite bands. I love everything they put out. And I love their, their concerts. And I know we talked a little bit about the concert um, you and I went to where it's that douchebag yeah. sitting behind us. But Yes, yes, yes we did. Um, and that was probably the worst part about that concert was we were in college and um, we, like we, it was at USANA and we were in the grass seats, but we got there early and we got front row of grass seats. I remember yeah. not having anyone in front of us and like camping out, like throwing like sweatshirts on the ground and just trying to like get as much space as we could, knowing that people were going to crowd in as soon as it started. Yeah. Um, I love that concert, but I was so glad that I was able to see them with Michaela when we were dating and we got, um, we went and bought general mission because I was like from Mumford. Yeah. I was like, I have to like, now that I'm in a, like I'm actually making more than $7 and 50 cents an hour. Yeah. I will yeah. splurge and get and these get tickets. It. Cause it was amazing. And it's hard to say, a, you know, and like, this is one kind of like nicotine where like, I don't remember a specific song from either concert from either time I saw them. I just remember the feeling I had at both of those uh, mm. more so the second time I saw them because we were out front and we didn't have some idiot 15 year old or 20 year old or wh- however old the dude was. Yeah. You know, trying to, it was completely act cool. Yeah, uh, that really, yeah. so if you don't like someone, Either keep it to yourself or don't go. Just going to yeah. throw that out there. Don't ruin concerts for go. other people because, yeah, um, especially if you're like Zachary, like music is huge to us. So this is a PSA. Don't be that dude. Absolutely. Um, anyway, especially that second concert, like they played this song and they played a lot of their songs and there's not a single a single Mumford song that I'm like, eh, I don't like. I love every single one of their songs. Um, it just, it's it's so hard to choose. You know, I knew I wanted to put a Mumford song on here, and it was. I do remember this one being one of the um, final songs. Um, like mm-hmm. one of, because Mumford also does the thing like Panic did with, and I think Paramore did it as well, that, that they're just like, we're not going to, like, we're going to play the songs. We know yeah. you want to hear the songs. We're not going to, like, go off stage and do the whole pretend encore thing. We're just going to play them. Um, yeah, yeah. And so, like, this is one of the songs they played for their encore songs, I guess, you know, if you want to call it that. Um yeah, and at the very end. Very end, and it it was just so good, and I love this song. I remember, I remember when, like, I listened to "Sign No More" and "Love Sign No More," and then, um, it was actually you and I were living together, um, in the Foxwood Apartments, and. Yeah, I will wait. Was I think 
the first single that they released before they released Babel. I believe so. I, re- I remember hearing this and me and you jamming out to it and being like, oh, this is amazing. And then, yeah. then they had uh, a few others from this album. I think I think this I think this is my favorite album that they that they've done, which is it's surprising because like it's not surprising. It's just more surprising when a band's like when when the second album is just as good or better than their their first or their first yeah. like major hit. Like because you always seem to have that soft, sophomore slump. I don't think they had that with Babel. Babel is like my favorite. Um, Absolutely I, not. No. Uh, Mumford and Sons has kept it, yeah, kept it good their whole career. Yeah. Um, no, I, I love. I will. I will wait. I am jumping to favorite part of the song really quick. Um, I love when the banjo comes in, and I and I think I don't. I don't know if that's your favorite part too, but yeah. I know that. Yeah, I know that every time me and you have been in the vicinity of each other when this song comes on we have to uh play the air banjo along with it yes the the, specifically when it comes in the first time during the chorus is just like gotta gotta play air banjo gotta do it because it's so good it's such a good riff that they write for this well i i feel like it's this song and hopeless wanderer where we banjo it up um yeah hopeless wanderer also has a very good banjo that's right but we do that one too but i i don't know i just i get so happy thinking about this this mumford show like i to the point where i like you know we were talking about our bucket list items mumford was on my bucket list but like i will gladly see them again and i know that when they because i when they start i know they're gonna start touring again soon or gonna release new because it's gonna come out soon because they're playing a a festival um this they're playing a couple festivals this summer which means they're you know which is like when they start playing one or two festivals for most bands that means okay we're coming out with new music soon yeah and then we're gonna go on tour and I'm so excited for that day because I yeah, love Mumford so much. And yeah, like you're saying, it's hard to nail down one favorite part. I think it's when the banjo comes in. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I I can't choose a favorite lyric. I just, the feelings I get with Mumford, like, I just feel <laughs> so happy whenever I listen to Mumford. It is my all time, like, I love them so much. They are right below and the reason i think they're right below the higher is because i've loved the higher since i was for like 20 years now so they yeah. you know it's hard to like top you know the it's it's hard to uh, topple a, a king and a, you know whole regime um but they're they're second in command but yeah yeah um cool. Do you have anything you want to, anything else you want to talk about the song? I know that we didn't, it's just, there's so. I think that we've talked about their concert before, so I, I don't know if I have new stuff to say about their concert. I mean, yeah. they're amazing live. If anybody out there hasn't seen them, they are good. Even if you like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty loose about music, so I, I'm always, like, you may not have to be a super big fan of them, 
but that's still a great show. Their showmanship yes. is 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 incredible. Yeah. Um, despite the review of the asshole behind us during that yeah. one concert. No, they uh, they um, they are very good. Um, yeah, and I think you know, and I think that's the thing to to know is that when even sometimes you do have these people who almost try to tear down your concert experience by you know being being jerks or like starting fights or whatever you just need to like battle through the storm to enjoy it you need to fight through the wind and set anchor was wind and anchor by the national parks um not wind and set anchor but it was still pretty good i was i was trying my best i mean to be honest i didn't know i i you got there as best as you could i i commend you for the effort um so uh the national parks um they're they're uh a kind of a different one for me to put on here but i I wanted to include them because um, they they're interesting for me. I I don't really like listen to them a lot on a day to day basis. Like a lot of these songs, I'll I'll, I'll listen to a lot of these artists um, like a lot. The national parks. I went through kind of a phase where I was really into them, um, and I'll still and I still listen to them, and I'll still like sing along. And obviously, they're a good band, but they're not like top favorite but they um talking about like bands where like you didn't really know them and going in and then you like fell in love with them that is what happened um there is a uh what was the what's the venue um in downtown provo like the one music venue they have it's like really uh, just, the like, Valor. tiny room Valor. um they played velour. I I had spent like, um, I was like about or not about to grad. Actually, I think I was like maybe a, a year or two away from graduating. But I was like, you know, I'm close to graduating. I'm so probably so at get that out point, of- still close to graduating for us. You know, because <laughs> it took us, us six yeah. years to graduate. Like we were seniors with a year or two for- left to graduate. Yeah, um, yeah. But no, I had been in, in, in Provo for a while and it was like this this local famous famous locally um venue that like tons of people have been to. And I was like, I never actually went to a show there. And I had heard one song by the National Parks and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go. Um I got one of our friends to go. I don't remember why Brady couldn't come or wasn't there or something. And I was like, Oh, this one song's good, but you know, it's like a it was like a 10 buck or five buck concert. So I was like, yeah, why not? Um, and you can tell from this song, um, if bands do it right, those sing along, those there's like built in sing along music and 
uh, to this one especially but they make like every song like even if you don't really know the lyrics they make it very simple and then like they'll have a beat to clap along to and then that way they get everyone to join in and it makes it a better experience when everyone's excited about the music and that's like this is exactly what happened with wind and anchor i i remember this one specifically because it was like i hadn't heard it before showing up but then like i mean it's ooh, don't leave me like this don't leave me like this and they repeat that for like a bunch of times but the music's changing and but you're like you hear that once and yeah you can repeat that and then they like ask the audience to repeat back and stuff and it it turned out to be this amazing concert and i saw them like three times i think by the time i left because they kept doing free concerts because they were local to provo and i and i they would do there. they would do um i have kind of seen them uh, it's not it wasn't ever on my list because like um they do the they used to do a rooftop concert series where they would play um and so they they would play on like this parking this parking structure in downtown provo they used to play yeah. on the top uh they used to have bands that would play on the top of it then it started getting too large for that con- that the top of it they're like okay structurally we shouldn't put this many people up here like it just got yeah. too big so it's still it was still called the rooftop concert series for till the till they stopped doing it then they moved yeah, it to the new skin building which is right next to the marriott and so i remember um working oh, yeah, front desk right. of the marriott but then on my break, I think I took a lunch and just went out and listened um, yeah. from the top of the Marriott structure, and it was really cool. That would be cool to do in yeah. general. Um, yeah, but they're they're a really good live band. Um, I think I maybe downplayed them at first a little bit. Like they're a really good band, and and they're but they're phenomenal live. Like they um, really know how to get the audience participating even if they don't really know their music which i think is great showmanship so i wanted them to be on there um it's kind of my example of that kind of band um do you have like a favorite part of this song i liked when the 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 kick drum comes in the bass drum comes in that i think that's my favorite part is when that happens um national parks is one that like i'm kind of the same where i don't i don't really listen to them too much but i have them on my folk playlist and i've listened to them but i've not yeah. like gone i've not gone into them if that makes sense like there are songs that i've i i've listened to them but i just don't know their songs if that makes yeah. sense uh, that makes sense um i think one of my favorite parts is the little guitar that that he does kind of at the beginning that i love that they include that in there and it works really well um but we can move on to the next one unless you have anything else uh, about this one like i don't know i i do like i i i just really like these guys and i want to get into them more i i'm excited because um you know to all you listeners out there uh, Zach and I are planning a camping trip sometime this summer. Um, and like, I don't know. I feel like it just made me think of it because we're doing this camping trip um, where we're probably going to do uh, an episode from the um, from outside. And it's going to be our like a second part of our folk album. I know I'm giving a lot away in this episode, 
But yeah. I'm yeah, excited kind of just to like, pr- but to just like, also on this camping trip to just be able to put out, like to listen to the folk music. Cause like, I feel like folk music in the summer um, on a camping trip is just perfect. And I can't wait. I don't know. I just can't wait to, to listen to this kind of music uh, sitting around a bonfire. Okay, it's childish, can't be no homegirl, drop it like the NASDAQ Move white girls like this coat up my ass crack Move black girls, cause man, fuck it, I'll do either I love pussy, I love bitches, dude, I should be running Peter in Adidas with some short shorts, B-O-O-R-O And that was Bonfire by Childish Gambino Because you know what? Gambino is a mastermind Um, that's, that's from Freaks and Geeks, but still Um but yeah, uh, this is a, another uh, concert I saw live that was amazing. Um, and Zach and I, I were just talking. Zach and I saw it saw together. It was during the Because the Internet tour, um, where he pretty yeah. much played the entire um, Because the Internet. Um, yeah. And the reason I chose this song is because I do remember he came back and played, I think, like this and Freaks. Like he played through the whole because of the internet and then came back out and played some of his bigger hits from like from camp and from yeah. um, his EPs and stuff. Um, and you know, we could have gone with something from because of the internet, but you know, that might be, you well, know, that might be, be more than we, episode. that might be a future um, episode. So we don't want to, we don't want to use all of them, but yeah. bonfire is amazing. I love Bonfire. I love the Camp album. Um, yeah, some of my favorite songs are from that Camp album and because of the internet. But yeah, well, I mean, talking um, I do about remember, him as a him as, as a performer. performer, like he that I mean that's what I I mean he I mean I'll talk about because of the internet a little bit. Like he's inhabiting a character. Um, inhabiting the boy which the boy which is like a character and the character is and i think that's the other reason i like because um camp as well is that last song in camp is the boy um it's a power it goes into like a like a five minute long like kind of script about the boy and then the boy is the character for the whole because the internet like he wrote a whole screenplay with it where there's it's really cool yeah, um, and that's why I, I want to do a whole episode about it because there's so much in it. But like, he's like he inhabited the character for the whole concert, yes. and then stops, leaves, comes back as just like regular child Cambino to do bonfire, yes. and it's like he he blew my mind. Like he he's an amazing performer. Like um, um and for example, um and because the internet they have a there's a couple of like. <sighs> sketches it's not really sketches sketches are, are um, a wrong word but like because of the internet yeah. there's a, a track called playing around before the party starts where it's just like nothing's really it's not like a rap nothing's really happening but it's like you can hear a party going on in the background and then it goes yeah. into the party um and in i remember on stage he had like kind of set up like a house party where he had just like yeah. he just had like people just chilling around on the stage, like on couches, it's kind of like a house party would. 
yeah. for the song. And it was like, it was really cool how it was done. He's an amazing performer. Um, I know I, I've said I've got a lot of regrets uh, music wise. Another one is I, so Cody and our friend Josh got tickets to see, um, see the Awaken My Love um, when he performed at uh, oh, Joshua yeah, Tree. Joshua Tree. They got tickets. Right. I, couldn't get time off because I just started working like right after graduation. So I I, like, I didn't, I couldn't ask for time off and I wish I could have gone because like he is an amazing performer because it's like with Gambino, it's, it's not just Gambino that you're seeing, you're seeing Donald Glover. Like you're like in, in the way of like, I mean, I mean that in the way of like, you're not just seeing a band or an artist do a performance. Like you just, you know, seeing their songs, you are seeing an actor put on a, like a stage performance of songs he's seen. If that makes yeah. sense. It's not just, Hey, here's our band. We're going to play you 20 of our songs. It's this whole interactive. And, and that's the thing too, is yeah. it was interactive with the, because the internet tour, he had an app that you can use that's right, to like, that. to like, post stuff up before the show and even during the show it was like stuff was it was like a one of those interactive like yeah. cl- like text clouds that you would use in college classes and stuff but he had that going yeah. on behind him and just like stuff you can use with the app um, yeah you could write whatever you want and there was a projector on this on the there was a projector that was just showing it like it would appear for like a second and then fade away just whoever was putting whatever just all over the whole screen. And it was like, it was, it's yeah. And I mean, going off what you're saying about like, you see, you're seeing an actor perform. It's like way more than the bands that we've been talking about. This is a performance. Like when I say performance, I mean like a scripted and, 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 and thought out like story that he puts on which is it's like completely elevates it um he's fantastic i don't know if i can say enough nice things about him um this song in particular do you have more about um i just the fact he was an amazing like he was an amazing performer um i think what would you say your favorite lyric is from this song if you can choose a favorite lyric yeah it's really hard these are all incredibly clever like every single line is very clever um i do enjoy i do stuff that i've enjoyed since this song came out this is how i'm gonna do it is uh mate the beat that murdered it casey anthony Mm -hmm. so good especially because like when that came out that was a huge trial going on um I, I, I think i like the i put in work ask ludwig put my soul on the track like shoes did um i like the you yeah. know kind of giving credit because like he wrote the he wrote the music but like ludwig gorison who is now like he's a big time movie composer and stuff like he he composed the music for community that's where they met but he yeah. um but he, he's not like John Williams, who's like in his eighties. Like he's the same age as Gambino. Yeah. Um, like he did the, he did 
the soundtrack for Community, Black and that's Pan. how they met. But like, he's done Black Panther. Yeah. He's done so. Give me a sec. I'm gonna actually look. Anymore. Um, I think didn't he? Did he do a Star Wars? Or am I making that up? No, he did it. He did a Star Wars. He did. Um, he did the Mandalorian. That's what it was. That's what it was. The Mandalorian. Yeah. He's Which done. Is a fantastic. Yeah. Soundtrack. Um, Black Panther. He did. You know, Turning Red. Um, he did the main song for Book of Boba Fett. Um, Mandalorian. Um, yeah. What else is there? Tenet. Um, sorry, there's a lot. Creed, Venom, Death Wish, uh, the Black Panthers, um, Central yeah. Intelligence. Like he's done so much that yeah, it's just insane how much he has has done. Yeah. Um, and like all the while he still collaborates as just like a beat producer for um donald glover and and i think he's worked with other rap artists as well i I can't name them all but i know that it's not just glover like he helps like he's a producer for multiple different artists yeah um but i think that's what i really like about i I like that like giving credit to it and then also putting this put my soul on the track on the track like shoes did just the you know said you know running shoes yeah. and like running shoes on the track clever little word with there. the soul you know like a lot of his stuff has clever wordplay like even even stuff yeah. that is you know that, that is is a little bit more like you know seems less like poetic like i love pussy i love bitches dude i should be running pita like it's just the <laughs> wordplay that he has yeah. on uh, on even even like crasser words he still comes up with like a good wordplay yeah um i do uh, like I a do, car i do unfortunately <laughs> still laugh like a 12 year old when he says or you can fucking kiss my ass human centipede i'm still laughing saying it it's not that funny but i think it's funny every time another good lyric okay. is and especially after you've watched his stand-up, um, the where he talks about the N-word. Um, yeah. The I sound weird like blank with a hard R. It's, you know, yeah. it's funny because, you know, he talks about how, you know, like in even his earlier songs, he talks about like how people, you know, are, are always like, yeah, but you're, you're a black nerd, uh, so you're kind of more white and you know like just that kind of referencing that plus like the stand-up um yeah i just didn't he's an amazing artist he is do you have Um, have anything else you want to say about uh about gambino or the concert no i don't think i do No, no i like all i know is that I would love to see Gambino again. And I'm glad he just recently came out and said that he's wanting to do more, um, that he's planning on coming out with some more music. Um, And I think that's good because sometimes you just like, like I've really loved kind of going through all these, these live music, this live music. So you can kind of like really appreciate kind of what artists are putting into these live shows. Cause sometimes it is hard to see the forest of the trees.
stand silent in the trees and that's where i am silent in the trees why and that was trees by 21 pilots um <sighs> I don't think that me and you have discussed 21 Pilots yet. Um, Which is weird because is 21 very, pi- weird. very weird because I, I can, I was actually looking at this um, because um, last week, just to like help us um, make sure we're kind of like not using the same song, like five times each, you know, like I, yeah. I, I wrote down all the songs we've done. So that way you, the listener aren't like, Hey, I'm pretty sure they've talked about the same song five times. We've only yeah. used two songs twice. One of them was 21 Pilots, but both of them were before I even jumped on the podcast. Both of them were early on, and it was just Ode to Sleep twice. Yeah. We had, and, I, and, I, and I think it was Kevin had, like, it, it was me the first time because it was just me, and then, like, a guest was like, oh, I want that one on or something like that. And, like, but it's it's weird because, like, and Zach and I were talking about this earlier. Twenty One Pilots. We haven't we haven't really listened to, like at least me. And you can correct me if this is if this is not the same for you. Have not really yeah. listened to their new album and kind of listened to the album that came before. But Blurry Face and Vessel, like, were heavy on repeat while we were in college. Like that Absolutely. is like I feel like because Zach and I became friends, like best friends, really in college and. Yeah, the two it was Mumford and Sons and Twenty One Pilots, Pilots that that we listened to on repeat, and it's yeah, weird. Are like two favorite bands, absolutely. And it is very weird that because like Mumford and Sons we've had on a couple times with with stuff like we've had, you know, we've had Little Lion Man. Uh, we just had one on today. We had a, an album where we kind of like like yeah, Mumford and Sons got us into folk. We haven't yeah. talked about Twenty One Pilots. And it's weird because, like, because I haven't listened to the new stuff, I've forgotten my love for 21 Pilots. But yeah. the other day, when we, when Zach and I were putting together this playlist, you immediately put trees down. Because yeah. that's what oh, yeah. I was going to put down when we came up. We're like, let's do a live playlist. Both of us, first thing we're going to do is add trees to the list because trees. Absolutely. And, like, and then I, I, I put, uh, vessel on my record player just to listen to it. and i was like i forgot how much i love 21 pilots yeah and i were, want to i need to get back into them again i they were so important um to to me to both of us but like they were important to me they were they came about a time in my life where i was like didn't realize i was depressed but like that's the it was like symptoms of depression um and like I listened to them on repeat because he's very open about his like mental health on all of his all of his songs. Um, but like even more than that, like wait, hold on, are you saying car radio is about not actually getting his car radio stolen? No, that actually that one's that one's just about car radio. But the other okay, okay, okay. other songs, yeah, yeah. Got it. Got it. Okay. <laughs> no, but um, <laughs> but they they also make just fantastic pump up music too <laughs> like it's crazy um and, and go ahead i'm gonna say trees trees so zach and i went and saw i i, I know you saw them before i did yes 
you saw them you've seen them twice i've only seen them the one time and you saw them before i did when they like you go you can tell that part yeah so i saw them you introduced me to twin pilots i remember that because i think um somebody introduced it. i remember cody. you telling me about it cody, cody right well it was like me cody cody listened heard him on the radio and then showed me Absolutely. at work the same he's like hey listen to the song i just heard it i listened to it yeah. it, was, it was great and then then okay that's really got into him. Yeah, yeah and then you showed me and then we got into him and so it was uh i remember it was my birthday because it was like hey i want for my birthday i want to go to this twin pilots because i was like i listened to and car radio was my favorite song at that point and mm-hmm. um and then yeah but i had listened to like most of the album probably the whole thing and i was like oh i really really love these guys and it was just like serendipity where I'd like i'd just gotten into them and then i was like oh it's like almost my birthday i want to go to a concert for my birthday holy shit 21 pilots are going to be here and one of the best concerts of my life honestly um they it was that great moment where like they were starting to get big or they were like big but like they had already booked they were like getting big during a tour so they had already booked their tour so they're like when you when you pick venues for the tour it's kind of based on your size at that at when you start not like during like you don't change venues during it so like it was a small ish venue in salt lake i don't remember which one but i remember that there were two stories or there was or at least like a balcony above um uh, that complex? people could like might have been yeah it might have been the complex but i remember because it was like up top you could get uh was like the bar and you could you could get alcohol um maybe that was the gateway continue um and then like but i was like uh on the ground floor but they had gotten really popular and um so but the venue was still small so it was like the excitement of stadium crowd and danced down into um uh, a, a way small much smaller venue like it was um you know one of those like i don't I'm bad at estimating venue sizes, but you know, it was just a really was more intimate. And so it was crazy. Cause, um, that was the first concert I'd been to where everyone was singing every single word. I talked about this with like four years strong a little bit, but like, even, even then it's not like everyone was because there's always people at the back drinking yeah. their, you know, drinking or whatever. And they're still having a good time, but they're not like, Oh, I want to sing along the people in the, on the balcony above were singing along like completely entranced in the in in um tyler and joseph like they got the entire room um into their performance and they ended it um as they ended the concert we went to and i think they they ended most of their concerts for like a very long time with trees um because it, they they thought up this great idea and they've they've kept and they i mean it's it's fantastic to watch um that last bit where there's like mostly drumming and then like there's some vocals over it that are more like ethereal like it's just mostly these really big drum beats they put out two two bass drums right so like, what i remember so because 
you know, fast forwarding to when me and Zach went, we went, yeah. uh, Echo Smith opened up and it was at the salt air. Yeah, and usually they, good. usually they do the salt air inside, but I think this had gotten so big that they moved into the, the grass area, which is like, usually where people go out to like smoke and stuff during concerts. And because it was like, it oh, was still, yeah, yeah, it was still, right. I think it was, um, like October or I can tell you when, um, it was like either in the spring or fall before it gotten too cold. So they're able yeah. to move it outside. It was, um, it was fall, um, before they had moved it outside. And so they moved it outside. So it was a, it was a bigger crowd, but yeah. Um, I remember that, that for the last song, they, um, had two risers come out. Um, so like just two like risers and they had people, um, like almost underneath it, like holding it up, like crowd surfing, holding them up on risers. And then they, both of them came out with big, like, like just big bass drums and like that final bass drum part, there's like going crazy with it. And they had, I feel like there was like glitter and confetti and stuff on it. So when they're hitting it, like stuff was just pop, like, um, yeah, yeah, was, shooting yeah. off, and okay, yeah. it, it is. It's the. It was the coolest experience. I think Absolutely. I like the coolest concert experience. Like, like the coolest specific song concert experience. I think I've ever had. Like yeah. that's and that's exactly why Zach and I both thought of this song when we thought about live performances. It was, it was this song and the drums, and I think that's how they close out their concert. Yeah. Yeah. They closed it out both times that I've been to see them. That's trees is how they close it out. And I, and, um, like you described it on the bigger concert and like they got the rises or stuff. They did it like almost the exact same way in the smaller venue. Um, but it was where like the, where they are like crowd surfing in the middle like of everybody. Surfing. Yeah. They just... were crowd surfing. And like, and I remember there was one security guard for each, just trying to hold them so they didn't like start drifting farther out into the crowd, but like, farther out yeah, to see. yeah, but yeah. The, and I think they were like pouring, maybe in a smaller venue, they were like pouring water, but I remember there was like, like <gasps> that's what confetti. it was. Uh, I think, and what, I yeah, think, okay. That's what I, I think. Yeah. I, the confetti water. They had like just stuff to like, just make it go crazy. Um, yeah. I, I think it's going to be a really crappy video. Cause this is 2014. So like an iPhone four, yeah, but I could we could post that on the story just so you can see what what they did, yeah. and you know we could probably find a better quality online, but still, yeah, they probably have, yeah, and they they also um just to, like the bass, or the drum, it's it's easier to see them live. Like we'll have to post a video and kind of get what I'm talking about, like the bass, but the bass drum or the drumming part. There's like a part where they would pause or not pause, kind of pause. Like, like instead of hitting the drum, um, they would go out to the audience for a hey, and everyone would like, do you remember that? Like everyone yeah. was like, like raw or hey, like it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily like a specific noise, but it was just like the, the crowd was the last drum beat on the certain rhythm that they were, that they did for the end of it. And they dragged it on for like longer than that end of yeah. the song is because because I mean, you're at a concert, you're more into the, it was, uh, yeah, it was there and they're great shows. I like, I've, I watched a bunch of videos from them. Cause I, like I, like we said, we were like obsessed with them. Like I, I remember watching a bunch of interviews with them and they talked about like, 
their whole goal, like from the time that they were like barely starting out was like trying to get everyone in the venue to pay attention to like, look. And they said like, it was always the people at the bar. So like their performance, the reason it's so like evocative and and it's, and it's striking. And, and the reason they're such good performers is that they've been trying to get everyone involved in the concert since the very beginning. And they just keep using what works. Um, it's, yeah, it's yeah, it's amazing. So, uh, like, and you know, I think both of us have the favorite part of the song is that drumming part. Like, oh yeah, hands down. Like, there's no need for us to even talk about it. And yeah, uh, yeah, you know, and that's I just love it. Like, do you have? I know we've talked a lot about concerts. You know, favorite concerts and. Is there anything that you'd want to, anything else you want to say about 21 pilots or even just live concerts in general? Um, I think I encourage, uh, everyone to go to concerts. I, I think, I mean, you know, the people that listen are mostly our friends and have gone to concerts, most of you with us, but, um, I know like, uh, I know that there's probably a few people out there maybe don't go to concerts a ton. Um, I think just pick a band that you really, really like and, and go and see them live because concerts are just like unique experiences. Every single one, like, it's, yeah. and they, they stick out in my mind. Like, even though I can't like necessarily count them, like I talk, I, we talk about them literally all the time. Concerts, like we go like songs that evoke memories of concerts. That's most of that's most of what we talk about. Yeah. But yeah, go and see somebody live because it's amazing. I I fully agree. Like it's seeing your favorite music live is an amazing experience. Like, and you know what? If if it's a if you're starting later, that's fine. Like, you know, some people like I my first concert was when I was was fourteen. I know some people's first concerts like start even earlier than that, and some people don't go to their first concert till they're in college or even after they graduate college. Like, that's fine. Yeah. Go out and experience concerts. It they're amazing, and you really need to check them out. And Absolutely. you know, just it doesn't even matter. Like if you if you're into like you know metal, pop, uh, folk, whatever genre that you're into go to a concert that's i think that's the big takeaway if you can yeah. if, if we're going to start doing takeaways from our episodes and like you know learning from it go to a concert well this is the um welcome to our first lessons learned what uh, what have we learned from from this episode and it's and the lesson what what's that kids go, go to, to concerts. concerts yeah there we go um yeah I don't I don't know when we became uh, Sesame Street, but that was that I guess that happened. Um yeah. anything else you want to say? No, I, I think we're ready to close I, it out. I, I think we're ready to close it out. Hope you guys all, right. all enjoyed this and go go go, go to a concert. Yeah. Support your local bands. That's that's where they that's where bands are gonna make their money is uh um, concerts. Also uh And Ticketmaster because those of you who the devil. those of you who aren't in the entertainment industry may not be familiar with this phrase but it is it is it's, it's bad luck to say good luck 
or good things about a performer. So people always, you know, try and tell. And I'll close it out like like you want to say to people in the entertainment industry. Um, you know, I hope that you slip and fall and break your leg in a terrible way and have to go to the hospital. Um, I, I don't think that's yeah, that's fine. You know I what? Think, I think that's no, that's the saying, isn't it? No, no. It, I, I, I really I, hope that you fall off the stage and like fracture multiple bones in your hand and then like a, a, a one of your arm bones just like goes completely out of its socket and you like are rushed to the ER and like barely live. Isn't that the same? Thanks for sticking around music nerds. Thanks for sticking around for music nerds.